Hey, Tal. Yeah. You know, you know how you know you have a small penis? How? When your partner goes, isn't that cute? A second belly button. <laughs> this, <laughs> this one's an Audi. <laughs> uh. <laughs> switched over the audio input while that was playing because i realized that the audio input for the stream was actually the webcam and not our <laughs> so they were listening to that's show. not a good idea not a $3,500 piece of recording equipment that's hilarious so just, in about, just one piece in about 30 seconds i'm sure we'll find out from the chat whether or not uh uh the uh, uh audio is working and apparently youtube is still, still... streaming i have done everything i can like yeah, my we... computer is very good at running well that's the thing is like the bitrate keeps dropping but i i mean i can't fix it i can't well, do anything we'll sit about down it. and figure it out we'll do some intense troubleshooting another day yeah Damn girl um so but yeah welcome to episode negative 39 of unfurled all right uh, and actually what i'll do there already yeah i know we're, is... we're almost halfway like again it feels weird because it's been so long since we got this far in the first place. God, I don't believe... How are we at episode negative 39 already? Because uh, we, we started at 70 forever ago, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, we've been posting for, for a while now. Also, yeah. who the hell is Maple Made Gaming? I don't know, but... One of our listeners. Canadian, apparently. <laughs> um, so yeah, my phone says, currently, I am so fucking disappointed with this weather uh, because I got a new widget called... Grumpy weather. Grumpy weather? <laughs> Grumpy weather. And it's, I think, one of my favorite apps right it now. It sounds amazing. I to the point to where, like, it. if you refresh it, it's like, stop asking me, go outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to have to. Uh... Okay. Uh, but yeah, so um, I'm trying to fix the stream. I, I Believe me, I'm trying. My hardware can encode it. My internet can take it. It's just for some reason YouTube doesn't want to eat it, so I I don't know what's happening. Yeah, um, we'll shove it down YouTube's throat better later. All, yeah. All I know is that your name is now Tall. Uh, tall. On, <laughs> on the uh, the subject of YouTube, however, we have amazing good news. Yes. We have reached a hundred subscribers officially. Oh, that news! I was going to talk about. Well, we'll get to your news in a minute. Okay. This is this is unfurled news. Unfurled. So you will no longer need to use unfur or unfurled youtube.com slash whatever the fuck it was before now you can just go to nice youtube.com slash unfurled podcast and you will reach us yay so now now that the link is easy go and share it with all your friends make sure they come and subscribe and watch us all the time yep do it right now come and stop subscribe. watching us. no actually don't Keep come us. and subscribe mm -hmm. come and subscribe do both both come scribe Come scribe. Come scribe. That sounds like an awful job. <laughs> Fetch me the come scribe. Oh, God. Ew. That 
that sounds like something out of Oglaf. It, it uh, really that's exactly does, what actually. I thought of. Exactly what it's I some thought. Some dude of. who runs in with a fucking vial of jism and a fucking dick shaped quill. Jism? No, he would just do it with his dick. A dick quill. A dick, dick quill. quill. <laughs> I feel like that's a really that, unfortunate secret agent name. That, that would take so many fluffers. The name's Quill. Oh. Dick Quill. Lol. Oh, God. <laughs> no one will sleep with me. Why? But yes. <gasps> Welcome. Uh, Hello, guys. It's yep. amazing. It's been, it's been, been a, a week. week. Wow. Jinx. We, Jinx. We, ah. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Um, <laughs> fucking, yeah, I can get we, you some Coke. We actually managed to post an episode and record... Like what? On time. On time. No fucking way. Technically late because I posted on Monday and our schedule says we post on Sundays. I might just go and change that. You're dead to me. Good. You're dead to me, can opener. There. No, I need that. Um, (laughs) That's my microphone. My microphone. My microphone is gone. We're getting into the swing of things and I'm remembering that unfurls a thing I have to do on the weekend. Yep. Um, And then on top of that... um. Are we settled on the name yet? I, let let's let's breach it here and see what our listeners think. Yeah. So we uh, have officially decided. Yes, we are doing that gaming channel. We've recorded a few test episodes already, um, yeah, just to see with the format, seeing how we like it. Yeah, just to see how we like it. Just to see you know how it all works. Uh, what does work? What doesn't? Um, and uh, we've come up with the channel name Game Nimbles. Yes, we're the Game Nimbles. And uh, I know it's super lame. It's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't want it to be super serious, and we couldn't come up with much better. So it's the Game Nimbles. And to be fair, I don't see that as any more weird and or lame than any of the other big YouTubers. I thought we weren't married to that name. We're not, we're not married to it yet. No. But <laughs> we should name our game channel <laughs> Gamey McGameface. Gamey McGameface. I guarantee it's already taken. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bodie McBoat channel. <laughs> um, yeah, someone was mentioning like uh, the Psycho Piggy Rage. Um, <laughs> which I thought was funny. But... But uh, for one, if you have suggestions, you can send them, send in. them in, send us email and uh, well, one of our listeners is bitching us out for using, not using the name they gave us. <laughs> what the hell was their name? Uh, okay. I don't know. But yeah. yeah. Um, so if you have if you have better suggestions and things you think will work well, email us uh, and uh, and let us know. Yep. Uh, yeah, we've got so. Uh, we do have the demos done. Um, I don't know if we're going to keep them necessarily. Uh, we, we may put them up as pilot yeah. stuff. We just want to warn you that uh, Talon Roland are terrible at playing these games. Yeah, we are very bad at The Legend <laughs> of Zelda. I'm still better than Tal. Um, but, yes, but that's like, you know, mildly. one versus zero. Yeah, we are still playing around <laughs> the format. That's like Mussolini better than but Hitler. we will... Um, get that channel up and running on YouTube as soon as we can. We're looking at probably another two to three <laughs> weeks. Um, that's actually before clever. that actually launches. Yeah, we will let you guys know once uh, it fully goes. And uh, <laughs> so that's a thing. <laughs> I like that one. Three gay fuzz and the guy. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, lol. Uh, so um, yeah, so 
Three furs and a goat. Yeah, we're, we're doing multiple projects. We are. We can reliably do one project. Semi reliably. That was uh, facetiousness. Yeah. yeah. Um. But since that is on YouTube, it gives me a good segue into this new article. Um, I guess it's article time. Yeah, there, article. There is some decent news um, coming into the YouTube sphere of things. Mainly in that YouTube is actually going to try to fix their monetization and content ID problems. Oh, really? They're actually putting concerted well, What's their into... official statement on the matter? Um, yeah. So what they're doing is they, they started to realize that one of the things that's happening is things like uh, monetization jacking. Yeah, uh, people putting all in, the time. Yeah. Fake, uh, fake copyright claims on uh, their shit. Uh, so it really sucks because the way it used to be is that if you put up a video and I put in a copyright claim against it, not, it doesn't just stop the monetization. I now get all the monetization. Yep. As a content owner, you can select to monetize instead. Yeah. Um, this used to be Nintendo's default policy. I don't know if it still is. Yeah. So basically I just take your money and if my claim is not valid, then what they get to do is dispute it. But I keep getting the money from the monetization until the dispute is settled, and then it goes back to them. But which takes it, several months. Yeah, but the yeah, thing it's is, slow. They and don't. The other thing is, they don't take the money back from me. It. Mm. I, I just keep it. So if you really wanted to fuck someone over, you can just like copyright claim all their videos as they come out. And then for the first couple weeks, yeah, you just pull all the you, you pull up their monetization on that video, which really sucks. So now YouTube has today changed. Well, I don't know if it's effective today, but they announced that they're changing it finally, so that I can do that and claim copyright and monetize. Um, but then, if the second you dispute it, um, monetization is frozen. And YouTube keeps all the monetization money. Yeah, holds it to themselves. Holds yeah. it until the dispute is resolved. And once the dispute is resolved, all that money goes to the winner of the dispute. Yeah, see, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that sounds fine. Yeah, um, so... It's, it's just like, um, it used to be way back uh, with the way the dispute system worked, is if they copyright claimed a video um, that got it taken down... When you put up a dispute, the video is kept down until the dispute is resolved. That got reversed a, a while back, where now the video will go back live, but now they have the monetization issue. And uh, <laughs> Tal has gotten up and is now running around doing stuff. Uh, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a really shitty move, and YouTube has faced this problem. It gets ever more frequent, especially with the complicated creator space it's become. Um. Because of, uh, I mean, when you make a video these days, you're rarely a, you know, content creator, composer, animator, whatever, all at once. So you're using something from somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, like, he, he, almost every person I know on YouTube has run into an issue with this before, where something they're doing, a uh, thing they've worked on gets copyright hit for just like the stupidest thing like fucking pepsi decides that that song sounds an awful lot like some trademark jingle 
and that just gets fucking content ID flagged immediately. Well, I mean, our video on demand was content ID flagged from a record we were playing that got picked up by the room mic during the stream. Yeah. And that flagged and demonetized that video. They were yeah. on Not that, that shit. Not that we make money on our videos, by the way, just so you know. Um... Ugh. Yeah. So, yeah. So they're changing it. So now you can't just go off and fucking monetize a person's video just fucking because. No, that's good. I am super glad to hear that. That's going to make a lot more people um, willing to become content creators on YouTube because it's yeah. a scary space to enter right now. And I know a lot of people are intimidated by it. Oh, well, and, and I mean, I, I, I can see a lot of people seeing this as YouTube not doing enough. <clears throat> Well, and I'm sure the content owners are going to be upset by it because they always are. They, oh, always, yeah. they already feel like YouTube doesn't do enough for them. But um, again, it's about it's about trying to be fair and evenly distributing uh, both the ad money and the um, control. Right? And it, it's tough. I mean, again, YouTube posted a while back that what was it they get uploaded? Two days worth of content per day. No, per hour yeah it's two days of content per hour yeah so i wonder how much of that is actual like the the content id claims how <clears throat> how much of it how many of those videos actually get flagged because you have a lot of channels getting getting shut down getting demonetized and all that and yeah well th like, this is a great step in the first great first step on like yeah. making sure that people can't just monetize videos for no reason yeah, and it's a step in the right direction, right? It's taking the point of view that your creators are not trying to be douchebags. Yeah. Right? So you're making it easier for them to help protect themselves. Because, I mean, um, some of the people I've watched on YouTube, Captain Sparkles, he uh, does parody music every now and then. Okay. Right? He parodied Gangnam Style in Minecraft. He did, like, a Minecraft-style video. It was all written and composed like the music was all played and performed by him and the group he was doing it with. They animated it all themselves. Um, it got copyright claimed and it was taken down for almost six months. Really? While they resolved it because that's fucking it got, stupid. It got pulled. They disputed it. Um, apparently the copyright claimant <clears throat> produced enough to say that, no, this is our music. So it got pulled again. And like, yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's nuts. Yeah, that's, <laughs> See, that's a little excessive. I don't know. It's the kind of thing where, like, I wish I had the kind of money. Like, I'm the kind of person where if I had the money and someone was like, copyright claim, I'd be like, lawyer, immediately. I'm not even going to dispute. I'm going to lawyer. You're getting sent to cease and desist. And then... It, like it's the kind of thing where i'd be the dick that would be like okay we're you know if this is a thing that goes to court i'd be like all right well i'm now going to hire like um like millions of dollars in lawyers Just and uh, their entire job is to drag this out in court until i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> i am going to sap money out of you in the legal system on purpose and they'll be like okay well we want to settle no i'm not settling I want I want a uh, uh, court ruling. Yeah, I want this to go to court. And they're like, we want this day. Oh, that doesn't work for me. Can we delay this by two fucking years? <laughs> and just keep doing that every time. And just like just sap money until they're fucking nothing anymore. And that will be my thing. I'm just going to bankrupt companies in fucking legal fees. I will bankrupt Sony with goddamn legal fees if I have to. That would be hilarious. I <laughs> want a company to do that. That reminds me, is Gawker dead yet? 
I <laughs> I am if they're not dead yet, yes. they're all they're on the way out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hulk Hogan bankrupt them. Did he? Yeah, yeah. they claimed bankruptcy a while ago, actually, <laughs> Fuck. because Fuck he yes. uh, he pushed the issue after they made a settlement. He's like, you know what, you're you still it's don't enough. Yeah, and he went back after them again and won again, and they claim bankruptcy and are done. They're good. toast. Good. Fucking great. Warm buttered toast. Yeah, fuck Gawker. Yeah, because everyone started to realize after that, and he pushed the issue that they're like, yeah, you are just a bunch of pieces of shit. I so. was going to say, I've been saying this for years. Gawker <laughs> has been a massive pile of shit for at least a decade. Get out yeah. of the internet. <laughs> yep. Three, um, one strike, you're out. Yeah, I don't know. I was pretty happy when I found out that Google was apparently not kowtowing to the RIAA as much anymore. Because uh, that was a big issue where yeah, like they, they would have had some bitty, pretty big problems initially. But I think now that they've actually started yeah. doing something and like, they're not quite as liable if they like actually take well false claims seriously now. Google has also started to realize that they get to go, you know, I have more money than God. Come at me, bro. <laughs> like that, That's the thing is Google has fuck you money and they're starting to use it. Yeah. You know who has fuck you money? I know that. It, Disney has pulled that. Okay, the, the, Disney the has some fuck that's, you that's money. excessive yeah. fuck. That's not fuck you. That's fuck you. Fuck your grandma. Well, fuck your ancestors. If, fuck them. If you fuck. want to understand what Disney, how much money Disney has, go just look at what they own, and yeah. then you'll understand. Yep. How how they were able to buy that stuff is exactly how much money they have, and now that that stuff is also revenue generating massively revenue generating well the thing about disney is that the, a lot of their money is like it's in ips um but well, well they they like they did the same thing what there was some stupid claim that was somewhat somewhat recent of a like a copyright that's not even fucking fathomable i think it was somebody using a similar font to their like walt disney font and, oh yeah and no. they fucking like exploded and was like millions okay. of dollars and like here you go like okay so um uh apparently the walt disney parks alone generated 10.7 billion in operating profit oh my god so that's insane. those things are yeah wow that's just the parks that's just the well, that, that's like that's nothing. That's what happens when it's like ten dollars for a small soda. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. Disneyland is stupid expensive, but still. Yeah, I I, I can't even imagine what like, I, and that's the thing with Disney is I don't even know what their corporate structure is like. Um, because I'm sure they're one of those companies that there's like a holding company inside of a holding company, and then there's the Disney fucking holding group, and then. Uh, like i'm positive that's how they do it this is the only way a company like that can operate but yeah, yeah. awesome well we'll we'll keep our we'll keep tabs on that uh, and see what's going let, on let's see the walt disney company on wikipedia currently oh, is man. worth uh, okay net income in 2015 okay 52 billion dollars in revenue wow and revenue, yeah, total assets worth eighty-eight billion dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, my they, they god! They have a lot of money. That is they ridiculous. Are, they are capitalized. 
Yeah, and they own yeah Disney, Walt Disney Studios, animation, theatrical. You're entering into monetary values that of yeah. Doctor Evil, Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, ESPN, A and E, Hulu. They own ESPN. They own yep. ESPN. That's weird. They own eighty percent of ESPN and fifty percent of A and E, and thirty two percent of Hulu. Wow, and A and E, huh. and they own Maker Studios. Apparently, oh Hulu, that's no big deal. Um, but yeah. They're gigantic. They yeah. have a they That's have a, a couple of assets, is what you're saying. <laughs> it just a bit. Yeah. And the thing yeah. is, it's all creative output now. Yeah, like it's it's nuts. Um, right. Well, I'm gonna do my thing then. What's your thing? Um, so you remember a couple episodes ago, we talked about a woman down in the states who had been teaching her child to fire a gun, and left a loaded firearm in her back seat. Oh, and got yeah. shot by it. Yeah. The, the one who got shot by her own kid. Yep. So we have a repeat occurrence of this. Really? Uh, not, not a repeat, but um, Some... it's, it's a similar occurrence, uh, though this time it happened in Milwaukee. Um, okay. Milwaukee. 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 Which means the good land. So <laughs> um, what went down was this, was uh, the mother was driving in her boyfriend's car. Okay. And her two-year-old was in the back seat, not properly strapped into a car seat. Of course not. Okay. And a, uh, a, a apparently a, a gun slid out from under the driver's seat in uh, in uh, uh, movie fashion. Yeah, and the the kid picked it up, and it discharged through the seat, hitting the mother in the back. Uh, she's dead. Oh like my it, god! It Holy her. shit! And Jesus uh, fucking Christ! Yeah. Um, I don't know if she managed to pull over or what. They actually don't go over that. Apparently, she was on the highway when it went off. So she must have had enough to be able to pull over. Um, she was pronounced dead on the scene. Like, And uh, yeah, the gun belonged to her boyfriend. He was a, a security guard of some sort. Oh, my uh, God. That's why you keep it loose yeah. in your car. Now, Jesus fucking Christ. One thing in the... Um, in at least the family's defense, they're not going around being like, no guns are good. All this stuff. They're being very tight lipped and are kind of distraught about this. Yep. But this is the exact same problem. Yep. Right. There was a loaded handgun just out and about in this car when, um, when a child could reach it. Yeah. Right. Well, and this and is someone who should have known better because yeah. they used them professionally. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's this, this here, this exact scenario is the reason that when I hear people like, you know, we should uh, arm these people and then arm these security. No, no, you do understand that the majority of fucking security guards, like Paul Blart is being too fucking generous. Okay. Like, <laughs> You know, you're a rent a cop. Like, don't get me wrong. I know some people who are security guards, great fucking guys, but like 99% of security, like not cops, but like security, the yeah, like security people I have met in my life are fucking like power tripping, tiny little people who have fucking Napoleon complexes. And barely passed high school. Okay. That is the quintessential security <laughs> guard. And like when I see it, I just imagine a really, really angry Paul Blart. And you're telling me that we need to give these people fucking guns? Yeah. No kidding. It's like, 
Well, mm-hmm. and why and why are you allowed to take that home? Yeah. Why well, is that like? Why can you like? That's t- what I don't get. Right. This is someone. It's a professional uh, space. It should have been um, unloaded. And as far as I know, you wouldn't You'd normally in, take that home with you. Put it in a locker. You'd have to lock up the ammunition in a separate thing, and it would go on your belt with your flashlight and all your keys and all that other junk in your locker, probably with your shirt or maybe part yeah. of your uniform. But you're not just going to be like, "Oh, I'm going to take this part home." Like, yeah, you know, when you. Like you don't bring shit like that home. Like oh, yeah. I don't bring. And, but like that's the thing is I just don't get how people think that fucking Jordan insecurity making seven fifty an hour, if that given the states, fucking is in any way qualified to protect people with a fucking firearm when even the cops half the time can't be fucking trusted with loaded weapons. Like <laughs> yeah, it's like holy shit. You get you get a stick. You get some spray. And you get a big ass flashlight and that's all you get. Well, Firearm that, is a bit. That's the thing is like, I talk to some people and they're like, how the fuck am I supposed to protect myself? If someone comes up to me with a, have you ever been maced ever? No, it hurts <laughs> a lot. I don't I'm, care how trained you are with that gun. You get maced. You're just going down. Like, like all, all you have <laughs> to watch, all you have to watch is that one guy that allowed, that allowed, um, uh, Daniel Tosh to mace him. Oh my and god! That guy, that guy, like was basically destroyed after that. Oh yeah, it's it's not good. No, that guy was like, that guy was just like, like he was he oh, was done. Yeah, like, yeah, like like that's the thing. Mace fucking hurts. Like I don't care who you are, you're going to the hospital. You're not walking <laughs> anywhere. Well, let's put it this way. Like if you've ever seen a big guilty pleasure of mine is Doug the Bounty Hunter and the couple of episodes honestly where they're sitting in the thing and somebody accidentally like pressed one of the mace things like they sat up against the seat and pressed it with their arm or something. The truck was like done. Yeah. They, they're all like, <laughs> like middle of the road everyone's stopped and that's not actually even in anyone's face that's, yeah, just, that's just in the d- air discharged oh not, yeah not concentrated no, like, like that's the thing you spray mace in like in a, in a mcdonald's that mcdonald's is cleared out for like half an hour mace sucks man and people are only some, half an hour oh god like it's it, it brutal. done for hours yeah it's brutal right so <laughs> i can understand you know maybe not give the co- the the rent a cop mace in a fucking crowded mall but like how about like a low power taser? Cause like those alone kill enough people in a fucking year. Like I see news articles all the time. Like, so why then are we giving them goddamn handguns? And like, like that was the thing is I, I, I think it was in Seattle, uh, but we were in a mall and, and with, with a few friends and mm-hmm. I saw a security guard with a fucking gun and I'm like, can, can we leave? Uh, because <laughs> I am not good with this. Uh, like I, I was not okay. I can't, I can't deal with that. Cause I'm sorry. I don't fucking know Jordan insecurity. I don't know who the fuck he is. Like the problem, the main thing I see with this is I have never thought of a security guard as any kind of lethal force. No, They're basically no, they there. Shouldn't be, you know what they are? They're a human surveillance camera. Yeah. That is what they are that can that can go, hey, don't do that. Or gonna call the proper authorities yeah. that are that should be trained and 
the only ones that should actually have firearms. Fucking, there shouldn't be there shouldn't be a guy being like, yeah, like f- fucking observe and report. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. what you're supposed to do. You're not right. you're not a form of lethal force. You're not a SWAT team member. You're not. But again, the problem with yeah. that is is just as you explained the power trip bullshit and everything. Why are you giving a person like that a gun? Like, yeah, you can't. Not that there's anything wrong with any of them, but it's like that's not why you're there. It's not the purpose of them. Right? No, they're not yeah. there to shoot bad guys. No, they're there to go. They're there to. They're, you know, they're there to discourage uh, people from doing it in the first place by having an actual physical presence there. Yeah. That you can see them. They're a preventative yeah. measure. They're yeah. not a solution. Like, they're not a... <laughs> the final solution. Yeah, they're not judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> like well, they, and that, that's the other thing is, like, what the fuck gives anybody the right to be judge, jury, and executioner in any situation? They're, they're, <laughs> like, a, they're a fucking... They're a fucking criminal bird watcher, like basically, yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> so it's just like I see that shit, and it's like, like this is the reason why when I hear like people in Canada talking about like, oh, Canada's gun laws, I'm like, are perfect, and in general, I think are too generous. So, like, fuck off with that shit, you know? I like fucking. We don't need more weapons. You can keep that shit down in the states. And if you think that you really, absolutely need those fucking guns, tell you what, Arizona, not that far away, really warm, nice place. Why don't you go move there? Because fucking, I like this shit pisses me off. It's it's nice <laughs> like, to have the lack of guns because yeah, the well, only reason people have guns is because other people have guns. So the more guns you give out, the more guns you'll thusly have to give out after yeah, that because more people will be like oh no more people just got guns i should get a gun and then it just it fucking snowballs from there it's yep. bullshit uh, I, i'm curious tell <clears throat> what do you consider too lenient about canadian gun laws i mean the fact that you can actually buy things that very easily can be turned into fully automatic weapons we do which is illegal it it is illegal to do it, but you can acquire the parts like that, and the the parts are not in any way controlled. Like, it, but provided you still have the gun registered, have your license, are properly trained. I nah. they, the the properly trained, I would debate too. Like they, the, they at least go through the effort of making you acquire your pal. Yeah, well, like I, I'm not sure what part of this is uh, it, the it, Canadian government encouraging this, this type of behavior. Well, and that, that's the thing is I'm not saying the Canadian government is currently encouraging it. What I'm saying is that there are a lot of people right now that I talk to that are like, "Oh, Canadian gun laws are too strict," and I'm like, "No, they're not even kind that's of." That's fine. Strict. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, what are what are you getting at then? Well, you're saying they're too lenient because people are able to do these things, but like. Perhaps putting a stricter. Um... I, I'm I'm thinking things like putting a stricter control on things that can be turned easily into automated weapons or the like, parts themselves. Yeah, yeah. But like, not not the actual guns. I mean, that sounds fine. Like you know, I don't have a problem with people owning rifles or even small handguns or a shotgun. But like anything that can be fully automatic, like why why is that at all allowed? I like, still I still think that Dogbert said it the best. What's that? When he said that I am in I am in full full force of all of you being able to have guns. Every single one of you, you can have all the guns. But I also think that all of you goobers can have guns, but I think that I'm the only one that should have any of the ammunition because I wouldn't trust any of you goobers with anything more dangerous than string. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like uh, fucking, I don't know who who the, to attribute this quote to, but I use it what feels like way too often. But it's like when you're talking about how people should have the right to guns, I'm like, do you have in your mind, like, do you, can you picture how stupid the average How ready are is? you to fight the British? <laughs> well, no, it's like. <laughs> just, That's my question to just, them. Like, like when I, especially when I'm talking to some of these people, because in general, they're really misanthropic people, right? So it's like, how stupid do you think the average person is? Good. Half of them are fucking dumber than that. And you want to give those people weapons like what? You, you, <laughs> oh, and don't don't forget about the whole fact that being trained, having to receive training for a gun in the States is unconstitutional yeah, and shouldn't exist. Uh, fucking. Yeah. I like our training just fine. Thanks. Yeah, no, the, the licensing is all right. Yeah. Well, and like, I want that person with the life defying device to have proper certified training before he can own it. Well, right. and the. Sorry, um, like with the training, it comes down to the fact that a lot of people like, you know, if you bring a, a knife to a gunfight, who wins? Mm. We've had this argument. Yeah, before. We have. Most of the time, like, it's the knife. <clears throat> like, and it's not like gun training is that fucking hard. It's don't point the gun at someone. Make sure the gun isn't loaded most of just, the time. And don't point it at things you don't want to lose. Don't keep it loaded when you're not using like, it. Even was it Family Guy that had like the, the, the anthropomorphic gun? It's like squeeze me and I make bad people go away. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, that, but squeeze like yeah, it's not a difficult concept. Yet so many Americans seem offended by the mere notion that they should understand the consequences of owning a gun. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking stupid. Do you think I'm too dumb to know that this could murder someone? Well, yes. Clearly when, yes, yeah, I well, do. Clearly when you leave it loaded under your seat, just fucking a rattling around, it doesn't even matter if there's a two-year-old in the back. Honestly, you hit that gnarly pothole on the highway, who knows? It could discharge, boom, blow off, blow out your ankle. Oh, there you go. You have no control over the vehicle now. Now you drive into somebody else like you're causing. It, it's the kind of thing, too, where in my mind, I think like, you know, the irresponsible usage and or storage of guns like that should be punishable by like five years jail time. Well, and I will say with this Milwaukee case that started this whole conversation, <laughs> um, the police haven't yet determined uh, publicly whether or not they're going to go into a, crim a criminal investigation. They should. Because there could be with a handgun just sitting in the car. Yeah. And as, right. So, and this gun belonged to the company he was with? I don't know. I, I, all it says is that it belonged to the boyfriend. And it was in like a security holster, but it doesn't actually specify what he did. Again, the family's been really tight-lipped and trying to avoid the media because they're going through their grief and stuff. Which is right. which is totally fair. I mean, and again, it's yeah. just, I was refreshed in this case to not have the self righteousness shoved down the article. Yeah, because they know they fucked up. Well, I mean, it's not... unfortunately, this kid's now going to grow up without a parent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like it's it's a brutal situation. Like, but I see what you're saying. Like, whereas it's no, it's not the you know they're trying to take our guns and our Bibles and they're, they're not self righteous It's just a really unfortunate accident yeah. that we're instead just of injury trying to remove a death. little more ignorance like whenever possible that's that's it yeah that's all i've ever wanted with guns was for the person to know how to use it and store it properly see not under the back seat not just know how no. to use it but i want to know who owns <clears throat> every gun 
That that's what well, a registry, yeah, the registry is for. Yeah, super important for that. And like that's the thing is like not just who owns every gun, but it's like if you well, sell that gun without see. Proper... Here's the thing: in the states, it fucking blows me away that guns don't need serial numbers. You don't need to know who bought it. You don't need to know where it came from. There is nothing regulating guns down there. No, I can go. And that's fucking insane. Yeah, there was something about like in Arizona, all you need is like. You know, if you sell your gun, all you need to do is, like, know who you sold it to. Like, have a photocopy of their fucking driver's license. And that's it. You're now off the hook for whatever the fuck happens with that gun. Yep. It, like, I was nuts. like, that is fucking crazy. The The notion that people are offended and up in arms about needing background checks to own a gun. You should need a fucking background check <laughs> for a gun. If you've robbed a store, I don't want you owning a handgun, a rifle, a slingshot. I don't want you owning fucking anything that projects anything. I think rocks. I think you need to. I think you need to have a background check, a foreground check, a fucking left field check, a right field check. Yeah, every check. Fucking bulk hop. uh, Yeah, full body cavity search. Seriously, like if you've if you've looked at another human being wrong, I I'm seriously disconsidering that you have a weapon ever. It's if if you have threatened someone's existence in your entire life, I would like you to have a background check basically yeah. if you can't get security clearance if you couldn't if you've get stolen security gum. clearance if you've stolen gum I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, uh anyway yeah we've been railing on this for a bit we have yeah. uh, uh i think i think at this point let's take a break let's let car let's bark rescue guitar. us from the uh the the ranting uh, I with wonder, more with I, more ranting i wonder if we're going to end up with any uh, unsubscribes for this it'd be interesting to see it we might uh this one i think i can't quite it should be 20 if, if you unsubscribe from unfurled because you disagree with our opinion on guns please go run a nice bath get some uh, get some bubble bubble bath in there and uh have a nice relaxing soak we'll, are, are we'll you, call upon are, are you nest. going where i think you're going no, they're no, clearly just too high strung. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I, I, was, I was going, I was considering I, I was mentioning I was something concerned. along the yeah. lines of kill yourself. I, I, was, I was waiting for the toaster yeah, yeah, to grab, come into yeah, this grab equation. The toaster or grab one of your beloved guns and just sort of... <laughs> no, we're just... So we're go just, have a bubble bath. You're too high strung. Yeah. Well, and remember, like, it's all about opinions. If you disagree with us, Make your case. That's good. I, I, would, I would love a Please. valid reason to have guns outside of it's in our constitution or the amendments or I need to protect myself from people with other guns. Yeah. But yes, we'll be back. Car, talk lots and do things. Huzzah! Political. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Car. Welcome back. So uh, first things that I want to just do is actually... Uh, answer one of Kolfi's questions from last week. So Kolfi, thank you very much for for writing in, and of course for being a patron of the show. Um, and so the the big one that I just wanted to answer there was your your question about what you thought I thought about campaign limits and things like that. So uh, as the guys had mentioned on episode forty, we do in fact have campaign limits and whatnot in uh, in Canada. Now some of those were weakened under the previous government, and so far the rules haven't been changed back under the current uh, Liberal government. So Oh, well, but hopefully that will uh, that will change in the near future. Uh, I do definitely believe, as as Ty was mentioning, too, that, uh, well, basically, financial contributions to political campaigns are, and I quote, shady as fuck. Uh, and I definitely agree with Tal in that regard. Um, I 
uh, agree that like all public donations should be a absolute hard cap of a certain amount of money um, and should need to be, you know, signed by individuals, none of this shady super PAC thing or anything like that. And I really do find the amount of money that go into American uh, election campaigns just truly terrifying. Uh, one of those things that actually I believe I've mentioned at least in passing before um, on the show. Uh, and yeah, just definitely something that I, I agree really shady. I really, really wish that America could somehow change their laws to be way less, you know, financially weighted. But of course the very people that are making those laws are the very people that are then getting this massive amount of money or, or lobbying for that massive amount of money. So good luck. Anyway, on to today's topic. Uh, so the, um, the other day, actually just on uh, Wednesday here, uh, Trump actually made one of his first actual legitimate scripted policy speeches. And this one was actually about foreign policy. Uh, if you're curious to read it or uh, see it, I believe it is available on YouTube uh, and a few other sources. But yeah, it says Donald Trump's foreign policy speech. Um, and in it, like one of the big things he was talking about was uh, he was complaining how basically the last decade or so, America has actually been leaving the world worse than it's found it. And I don't believe I'm going to say this, but I actually agree with Trump in this case. <laughs> um, the what's been widely called as the Bush Doctrine. So this idea that you can go into another country, kick over their terrible oppressive regime, and now that that terrible oppressive regime isn't there squashing dissent, suddenly all of the people of that country are going to rise up and flourish this great uh, Western-style democracy. Obviously that didn't work out so well for Afghanistan or Iraq, because 15 years later we're still there. So, yeah. <clears throat> so... Uh, and, you know, that's one of the things that he was actually talking about in that in that speech. Now, another big thing he was actually talking about um, was that American foreign policy under a presidency that he was leading would put America first. Um, this sounds very, very reminiscent of 1940s American isolationism with, you know, the kind of isolationism that just before they actually got the crap kicked out of them at Pearl Harbor was keeping America from outright participating in World War II. Which, I mean, at the end of the day, hey, I'm glad they helped. I am. Because <laughs> we were not having a, a great go of it by the time uh, 1941 rolled around. But that's a history discussion for, for another day. Uh, the problem with this kind of thing is, especially in the 21st century, I don't think America quite gets to just kick over half of the Middle East, stir up the hornet's nest that has become ISIS, and then just decide, fuck this shit, I'm out. Um, now, one of the things that, that Trump was talking about in his speech was how the rest of NATO and everything and all the rest of the freeloaders uh, of the free world just rely way too heavily on American firepower, and they have let their own defense completely lapse. And they're basically just relying on American, uh, American weaponry and American protection, basically. And to be fair... That may not be entirely inaccurate. Um, now, everyone's always kind of, you know, knows that the United States does spend a very, very large amount of money on their military. Um, in fact, I uh, just, again, to make sure I had some nice updated numbers here, the United States, as of uh, a survey that was done at the end of 2015, spends almost 600 billion dollars on military spending. Um, 
per capita, so for every man, woman, child in the United States, that's almost $2,000 a head. Now, to put that again in, in perspective, the next highest country in that uh, is, is China at $150 billion, which, as you can imagine, comes in at far less a head, only 100 bucks a head for, for China. Now, to put this in a little bit of a different perspective, to be fair, uh, the United States, as far as the actual like percentage of their their overall economy that they spend in the military, is not enormous. Like it's not an enormous amount. They actually spend about three point three percent of their their GDP. So the the total amount of cash product, et cetera, that the country churns out, only about three less than three and a half percent of it is on military spending. Um, just the fact that the United States is such a powerful industrial country with such an enormous, you know, industrial base and an enormous financial basis. That's why it ends up being so much. Um, but again, to put that in perspective, American spending outpaces everybody else in the world combined. All of them. China, Russia, uh, the Saudi Arabia, the United Kingdom, everyone. Um, now, as a part of um, a part of this speech... And a part of this calling out the freeloaders, as I mentioned, is um, as a part of NATO, so the the uh, organization, right, that, that was formed in the Cold War to defend against the Soviet Union, etc. Uh, there was a commitment as a part of the, of the uh, NATO alliance that every member country would be spending, uh, have a target spending of 2% of their GDP for military uh, defense budget and everything. Um, obviously, the United States has outpaced that a little bit, and there are other countries that are that are far below that. Um, now, Canada is actually one of them. We only actually spend uh, we spend less than one percent of our GDP on our military. Um, now, we do spend about four hundred bucks a head uh, for a total of about fourteen billion dollars, and for a country that is, you know, the a tenth the size of the United States, um, again, the the raw amount of money we spend is understandably small. But I do like to think that we have a very, very capable military. Um, we don't have the numbers, and we never will, just again, because we are a small country. But as a nation, time and time again, we have proved that when it really comes down to it, we will get shit done. Um, I don't want to turn this into a grand flag-waving patriotic, ah, da, da, my country's military could be your country's military. Um, but just at the, fa the fact of the matter is that throughout history, we have gotten shit assignments either from the uh, British when we were still a part of the empire um, to just allied high command during World War II uh, to peacekeeping in Bosnia, etc. And then some of the worst assignments in Afghanistan. And we've come out OK. Um, we do what we need to do. And there we go. Um, but if it came down to an all out war with somebody, then, you know. Would that be enough? And, and even then, too, is would a modern economy be able to stand up to the kind of spending you would need to do in like a total war situation? Like, again, another World War II. Um, hopefully that will never happen. And the fact of the matter is that any other country we'd go to war with that would, have, that would require that sort of industrial shift, um, well, they all have nukes. So it would be a really short war. And you wouldn't need to spend the time retooling your economy to build tanks because it'd all be gone in the first day. But there is that, that argument still of, you know, if something were to go to a shooting match, could these other countries in Europe defend themselves? And right now, America, Trump was making the argument that no, because you'd have to rely on all of our military bases that we have over there and all of our tanks and all of our men and all of our planes and everything like that. Um, and saying that if these other countries didn't step on under his presidency, then 
they'd be left to fend for themselves. That could be a bit of a dangerous precedent. I mean, the thing is, with the American military, even for all of its size and all of its power and all of its technology, there is still all this fighting going on in Iraq. ISIS has become this ridiculous quagmire in the in the areas that the United States and the couple of things that have happened in the last few years, for instance, the well, Russian invasion of the Ukraine. These are the kind of things that in 100 years ago, these would have started war without even a thought. And now, of course, because of the kind of industrial and military power that major countries in the world have, you can't use military as a feasible way to stop another person from doing it. Because the moment that an American plane actually bombed a Russian base, or the moment that a Russian tank actually shot at um, American infantry, then that's it. Game over. Even if you were to have a conventional war for a couple of months, eventually, as soon as one side thought that they were losing, then out come the nukes, and, well, everybody loses at that point. Um, now, there are still legitimate threats in the world, and, and I'm, I'm not a complete pacifist, nor am I complete na naive in thinking that you can get by without having any military whatsoever. Um, and, hey, maybe that 2% of your GDP is a, is a fair, fair shake. Uh, I mean, one could definitely argue that if the Americans were to reduce their budget down to that 2%, they would suddenly have, you know, roughly 250 to $300 billion to spend somewhere else in their country um, for, oh, I don't know, healthcare, um, public service projects. Or if they really wanted, they could even cut taxes to give back basically that, that 300, 250, 300 billion dollars. But, um, again, good luck ever pitching the idea of reducing a military budget in the United States. So I just, I kind of wanted to address that. And, and, you know, while I do not appreciate being called a freeloader, because as I mentioned before, we, when we have to step up, um, at the same time, a lot of the military equipment that we're working with or that we're, we're, giving to our folks here in Canada is a little behind the times, to say the least, and could definitely use some service. Um, I've been, I have been through military training myself. And while again, they don't exactly give recruits or trainees the top of the line equipment. Um, well, some of the stuff that we're using in the Canadian military was, you know, considered kind of quaint in the Vietnam War era. So that'll, that'll give you a bit of an idea. Other than that, though, uh, my name is Carr. Thank you very much for listening. As always, if you have any uh, questions, comments, concerns, uh, write in at us at unfurled.net. Enjoy the rest of the show. Yay! Oh, God, our listeners' ears. Just stop. All why, the ears. We're back. You, None of the so, ears. Why are you so mean? Penis, 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 penis. Okay, so not Tal, but okay. other stuff. Uh, uh what other stuff well we have email do we we have two e oh my god e so who wants to read an email i'll read an email as soon as i get to the thing okay why don't you and edum read an email let's, yeah let's do it do this do it fucking email just do it oh god all right we have one from satanic furry Oh, titled okay. it puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again i'm surprised you didn't say horse again <laughs> hmm. that yeah. would have been that would have been clever like quintuple entendre there yep 
<laughs> Good morning, undead, unfun, unfurled. <laughs> uh, it's us in a nutshell. We're the living dead. Uh, before we start off this week, I would like to correct the bull on a mistake he made in episode negative 42. I have the slapping hand ready. The official language in Jamaica is Patwa, not English. While Patwa is English-based, it isn't English as it also has derivatives of French and African words and dialects rolled into it. Yeah. Also, a certain someone needs to learn how to hold their rum better and upload on time. Never. Um, is that aimed at me? That, that I, might be I think so. I think it is. I don't know why. What you mean, rum better? Because it was ever clear I drank that floored me. But uh, it, he could be talking about on my ski trip when I drank so much I fucking died. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> satanic fur! You need God, to clarify. You were drunk. You've been ambiguous. It, it's your fault. Yep. Uh, this week we are joined by an oversized turkey, a contributor to global warming, a less impressive slinky, and Bob. <laughs> so so it's it's uh, funny because you contribute to global warming with your both hearts yep. i do i do <laughs> it's just a fact of life uh, i've come to accept could you throw that phone on the table any more times why am i this is why you can't have nice things <clears throat> anyway but why am i bob be- because why did uh, why did all the creativity just like drop right the fuck? I don't off know, especially because that. we have established a species for you. I know because you're so creative on your own. Yeah, you I should have called him. Oh, you should have called him Billy. Billy, yeah. Billy the goat. Billy the goat. Bridge dweller. The the last bit of this the last bit of this email is this week's question is as follows. If Canada disappeared and you were able to live anywhere else in the world, where would you live? Um, I'd say it's actually a toss-up between Australia and Norway. Yeah, that's a tough one, actually. I mean, I would want to say Japan, but I know what that would be like. Awful. It would be pretty awful. Yeah. I mean, it'd be amazing to visit. You would see everything. But you would be... (laughs) You would never have to worry about crowds. I'd be such an outcast. You, You would be white trash there. Yeah, I see. That's the thing is in Japan, you're never really white trash. They actually really like white people for some reason. It depends where you go. Canadian white people. Yeah. Uh, And depends if you're stealing their jobs. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, we we can just ask some of our friends about what living in Japan is like. You couldn't pay me to live in Australia because fuck all the stuff that's there. I I would consider living in Australia. It doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. See, from what I know about Australia is that they they do have this whole like totalitarian government thing going on right now. But things are kind of looking up. And And I don't know if that Jabba the Hutt woman is still a thing. Yeah. But either way, like... You know, Australians uh, Australians are nice people. They got decent food. There's lots of beaches. Um, I would miss skiing. You know what? Maybe I just go to New Zealand instead. <laughs> but th- it was it'd either be like that. Sounds like another one there. of those nice to visit places. <laughs> I don't know. Like I think living in Australia would be pretty great. Uh, mm. Or like I said, I might move Norway. to Sweden. I, I was thinking Norway myself would be would, pretty sweet. I would agree that I'd I'd say either I'd say either Ireland, Norway, Finland, 
Yeah, I can already. Or even Iceland. Maybe even Iceland. I can already move yeah. to Ireland. I'd, I'd probably go to Sweden. They, they seem maybe. like they got it going pretty yeah. good. Living in Iceland would be tough, though, mainly because I have, from what I'm, from what I've been told, Icelandic is one of the hardest languages to learn on earth i'm up for a challenge <laughs> also i don't know um, about you but i've never heard anyone talk about like iceland or green like greenland any of that well, stuff greenland sucks and iceland is great that's actually how that goes uh <laughs> iceland uh, is beautiful and utopian and greenland is a barren frozen wasteland tundra teehee <laughs> you mean like canada <laughs> sort of um but we yeah have our charm uh, apparently Iceland is a pretty sweet place. It's just, yeah, learning the language would suck balls. Well, I don't know. It'd be fun. It'd be fun for a while. You know, um, you could tell people that you're going to like impregnate their cat and you know, <laughs> all, all sorts of, all sorts of mix up yeah. the phrase. I went home uh, with, I, I like a how, frog. <laughs> I like how Greenland is like, Greenland you know, is white the, and fro- the frozen wasteland and then Iceland, this little tiny ass fucking Island. And it's green. Is, apparently utopia like it is uh that it was actually named that way on purpose by i can't i don't know who but the guys when he, who named it yeah the the people who named it apparently somebody with the, a sense of humor well no not a sense of humor but a person who wanted to keep people away from iceland because they wanted it to themselves <laughs> so they called it iceland so people would be like oh maybe let's not go there and then he called the other place Greenland, and people were like, "Ah, oh, that sounds great. Let's yeah, go let's there." Let's go to Greenland. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. At least that's the uh, common trope myth I keep hearing. I like it. Yeah, I'm uh, sure one of our Icelandic listeners can correct us. It's <laughs> it's the oldest troll ever. But all right, do we have we have another email? Right, we do. Email we have me. one more. I I don't want to. Fine. And that's it for... (laughs) All right. Our next email is from our lovely friend, Colfi. And Colfi writes, Dear Unfurled... Maybe it doesn't sound like that. Penis, 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 penis. You know what? There is a PS here. Oh. But um, (laughs) anyway... Don't take my mic away. Dear Uh, dear Unfurled... A penis script? Yes. A penis script. Oh, my God. That sounds like it hurts. PS is now Um, penis script. (laughs) (laughs) What did you write in the the PP script? <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Uh, anyway, so Darren Furl just writing to you with a few simple questions this week. <laughs> questions are never simple. Not for us, anyway. What is your favorite animal and why? Uh, that that's also a hard question for me. I mean, the obvious answer would be our personas. Nah, but mine mine doesn't exist. I actually do like goats. It's a liar. Goats are funny. Thanks. Um, uh, honestly, for me, it's probably somewhere in the the predatory bird region. Also, lizards of all kinds. I love lizards. Mm-hmm. I saw Something a picture like of a really beautiful snake today. Actually, snake. Did snake. It, did it have a bow on? No. Uh, it's. Uh, it, did you see all the snake comics I sent you? Yeah, I saw those. Those are adorable. What? But uh, no, there's a picture on Reddit of this snake that has like, it's got like really sharp, jagged scales. And it, they were like beautifully colored. Like they almost had like this rainbow iridescence to them, kind of. Uh, snake um, with a bow. But yeah. Bow snake. Also. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I am a fan of, you know what? I don't know if they'd be my favorite. But I gotta say, really, really the the large cats, 
Large cats are really. I don't know, but I don't know if we're talking about like wild animals. I'd have a wa- different wild animal favorite than I would a domestic animal favorite. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of a hard question to pick a favorite. It, it is like picking one animal that that's hard. There's like, there's so many. <laughs> you know, if you'd asked me when I was like seven, eight, eight yeah, <laughs> I would have answered like tiger or leopard or really any sort of big cat. <clears throat> I'm um, I'm gonna say the goat elope. Godelope. Yep. Guadalupe? No, the capid. Okay. Like I can tell you what animals I hate. Yeah, it's like, the goat, it's like the goat jellyfish. antelope. Jellyfish. The undead of the sea. Jet. Yep. Yep. Good old sea zombies. They're fucking horrifying. They they are. Are they plants? Are they animal? We don't know. They're They're planimals. <laughs> they're they're like large viruses. They're game animals. <laughs> um, but yeah. Like, I've also become much more of a dog person in the last couple of years, but oh, I can't I narrow a down a specific breed. Like, I love all animals, See, really. I really like dogs, but I personally, now that I've actually, now that it's been ruined for me, basically, I, I can't bring myself to actually agree with having separate breeds in dogs anymore. Because of the things that are involved in, like, breeding dog breeds. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I will be just as happy with, like, a mutt. It, it, yeah. I don't fucking care. Yeah, like, that's the thing. For me, I want a mutt. And if I if I were to pick a breed, it would probably be, like, Great Dane. Because those things are just so cute. They're so big. They're, they're, they're big, but they're couch speed. They don't move. <laughs> <laughs> my friends, My friends actually have a Great Dane. And it looks as though his face is melting. <laughs> he's, he's a wonderful dog, but A, he thinks he's a lap dog, and B, his yeah, face that, that, looks <laughs> like it's melting. Well, that's the thing with the Great Danes. Uh, my cousin has a Great Dane, and he is great, um, mainly because it's like, uh, yeah, he thinks he's a lap dog. They're very loving, affectionate dogs, um, uh, just naturally. But the thing is, they are slow lazy motherfuckers and like that they always say you need to get a dog that fits your lifestyle not the other way around yeah um and as much as great danes are large dogs she has to like fight with him to get him to go for walks oh yeah they're lazy (laughs) they're lazy as fuck yeah she's like okay walk time and he like kind of looks up from the couch like no, that's not happening yeah. and kind of puts his head back down. Honestly, you throw the ball once for Vaughn and he goes about halfway and then like stops for a rest. Look at these <laughs> like, do- look at these dogs and tell me you don't love every single one of them. I really do there's love every named, single one there, of them. There's one here named Pickle. Yeah, I want Pickle. I, 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 adorable. I, like, I so want I so want Pickle. Uh, all of our listeners. Is, is oh, so yeah. Is that no, just I'd, the, say, I'd say Pickle. Is that just like a Rescue Dogs page or something? Uh, it is the ARF Alberta webpage. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. I, I have volunteered for them once and then haven't really had the time since. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh. if I was to pick a breed, it'd be Great Dane. But I mean, <laughs> I'd be happy with a mutt. We managed to get one of our, our stream listeners' dogs excited to go out for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Walkies? Walkies? Hey, boy, you want to go for walkies? Let's go for a walk. Walkies? Let's go for a walk. Want to go for a walk? 
Walk, 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 walk. Oh my god. Okay, if, if every person could like email us about how we fucked with their dogs, it would make me so happy. Oh, uh, that's so amazing. You know what though? It's it's not always the word because I, I tried this out with my my old dog. <laughs> 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 Walk. So that's amazing. That same listener apparently uh, has told us, it's, "Stop it, you assholes!" It's Jacobu. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that's oh, amazing. That's so yeah. good. But uh, we, we could probably uh, say anything in a really excited voice. And well, I yeah. don't know. Uh, dogs love excited voices, but there are like, definitely words they recognize. Oh, they definitely yeah. have. Like, walkies, Goku, walkies boy? Goku could get word association. Yeah. Like, we actually had to start saying, you know, we need to take the dog around the block. But that was too close. So I can't remember. We ended up with, like, you know, playground or something. Because we needed something he wasn't familiar with. That he wasn't going to go Or he would immediately get over. excited. Yeah, yeah. It's now they get the word association, but I know that I definitely messed with my dog and been like, "Hey, you want to go to the glue factory? Let's yeah. go to the glue factory." It's just like, "Oh my god, we're going to the glue factory!" <laughs> like, this uh, is gonna be the greatest day it, fucking it, ever. <laughs> I love glue uh, factory, uh, whatever the fuck that is, and I, I love you. You're you, excited yeah. about it, so I'm excited. You, you about haven't, it. yeah. You have a dog. Their master is excited for something. Of course, they're gonna be excited. Yeah, but then you have like that one dog that's like you breathe the word walk like in. You, you know, you're, you're a at, little too you're loud. At work, it's rush hour. You're like blasting the loudest music imaginable, and you you say walkies, and your dog like crashes through your office window with leash in mouth, like begging for a walk. <laughs> what, are, what are you gonna cook that stir fry in my walk? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's amazing. So, so right. more. As for the second question, if you could only have one meal for the rest of your life, ah, yes. What would it be? For me, wolves are my favorite animal, and the meal I would be happy with would have to be prime rib and mashed potatoes, because one would be able to change them both freely, depend on ingredients used to make them. See, I can test that point. Because you're going to ask a question like, if you could only have one meal for the rest of your life, it has to be the exact same meal. That includes spices. Every time. Right? Every time. Otherwise, they're different meals. Right. Well, once you once you start preparing, like, and I I thought about this as well, because yeah, it's the same meal. You are preparing it the same way, same spices, same everything. So in that case, if you can choose the same ingredients, I would agree with you. So in that case, I would have to go with skin on chicken thigh, quinoa, and a kale salad. Yeah, see, I'd want, I'd want some well-balanced, uh, like, stir-fry. Something that has all the bits I need, but is also, you know... Yeah, well, there, that's why I say quinoa, see, chicken thigh, skin on, and uh, kale and salad. kale salad gets, gets you a lot of it, it's you it, You could live fucking indefinitely on only that. I, yeah. I would say something like grilled chicken, steamed vegetables, jasmine rice... No rice, quinoa. It's so, so much better in every way. I, I need to go buy. Uh, he's quinoa. allowed to have whatever yeah, he wants I, for the I'm, rest I'm, of his I'm life. I'm allowed to have jasmine rice if I want. Um, <clears throat> you know what? Chicken saute noodle soup. 
<laughs> I could absolutely <laughs> eat that every day and be super happy. Because I mean, like what what I would do for for meals for a while was just boil rice, throw like a layer of beef on it, then throw my vegetables on top of that, and then like a bit of soy sauce, and I would eat that like every day for a yeah, few weeks. I have no problem typical. eating the same thing over and over again. I do. I get so bored. I do, and Car yells at me for it. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like I get so bored. Like, of If food. somebody's like, "Oh, I don't know, man," I had pizza like last week, and I'm just so done. I'm like, "Fuck!" I've had pizza like five days in a row. Let's bring it. It's, okay, so I have actually had clucking cleaver four days in a row now. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. But I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Was, that shit was delicious. It's so good. Um, and it's is, new, right? Yeah. I think I think for now, I, I'm probably not going to eat Clucking Cleaver. That dog is adorable. That, that's um, the dog we've been riling up. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I think oh. I'm going to be not eating Clucking Cleaver for a little while. Um, you know, I think I'm going to give it a little break. Yeah. And, you know, oh, you know what I'm really craving right now, actually? Pants. Is like some teriyaki stir fry, like the kind with like the fucking sugar peas in it. Yeah, it'd be nice. You oh. see, eat it, though. My, my coworker is getting mad at me now, like every time when lunch comes up, he's like, hey, where are you going? Like, oh, Burger King. He's like, <laughs> really? Like, I don't fucking care, dude. Like, oh, man. you're the had... one that wants to drive to fucking Sunridge. We we had this big exodus planned for lunch today to go to Burger King and get a whole bunch of food for a bunch of people. And then one of our guys didn't show up. And so we had to cancel it. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Yep. Anyway. And anyway. continuing on. For game suggestions that I think you should stream, and I highly agree with the first one, would be, I highly recommend Conker's Bad Fur Day. And yeah, then, we'll get there. Don't you worry. Mm, That's definitely on the list. And then as a team builder game, we ain't no team. Keep talking and nobody explodes. That's another one that I absolutely want to play with this we, group. We would probably put that on the Game Nibbles channel. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that is all for me. Yours truly, Kofi. Oh, thanks for writing in, Kofi. We appreciate it. <laughs> thanks. We love you. And um, not because he, you donate to us. He does. <laughs> Is that all? That's it. We're we're done. All right. Well, That's I guess I'll take us out then. Um, so, no, I need my mic. Um, <laughs> I would like to, well, I, we would like to thank all of our <laughs> yeah. patrons. Uh, if you'd like to patronize us uh you can find <laughs> us on patreon we are unfurled uh we're unfurled everywhere actually all of our links though can be found on uh, the website on our website that is unfurled.net you'll find the link to our youtube page to subscribe to us there you can find us on twitter and uh add us on your twitter and send us dms it works great you can get our uh itunes page and you can uh, I think there's another link there. I can't remember what it would be though. Um, Twitter, Patreon, SoundCloud. Oh, and uh, there is a link there to our Telegram channel as well that you can monitor for any announcements that we have for upcoming episodes or anything like that. Um, if you have any comments, questions, or criticisms, please do send us an email at us at unfurled.net. That is us at unfurled.net. Or you can find us on Twitter and send us a DM there. Uh, our uh, form on the page is still broken as far as I know. 
Um, but we will announce as soon as that gets back up and running. Uh, other than that, we would like to thank Scream Fox and Omari, respectively, for the music thank and the logo. You. And uh, yeah. I, uh, and if you have any problems with the stream, please send it to P.O. Box at Yellatel. <laughs> P.O. Well, Box at Yellatel. Please address it to yes. Tal, Tal's personal email address. Yeah, no, please don't <coughs> give that out. <laughs> All right. And uh, we never would. We will see you assholes later. <laughs> Go to bed. Yeah. Fucking do it. Go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> You you uh, have to you will go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. You're in my world. <laughs> the, yeah, that's why do you think I bought so many sacks of oranges? The, the sun is setting from the sky. Go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> now you'll have to read it to yourselves because we're terrible fathers. So read your own bedtime story, and then put yourself, tuck yourself in, and put yourself to bed. All this all this time, Talon, you still can't keep your phone charged. <gasps> nope. Bye bye. Okay. Don't be a disappointment. But as always, we love you, and we miss you, and raspberry.